You all look wonderful and lovely in beautiful California. <laughs> Good morning to you on Facebook, everybody watching. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and joining us. I met some wonderful pastors on my trip this week, and uh, I believe they're tuning in as well. So thank you for tuning in and listening and joining us here. We love you. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. <laughs> well, let's start with a word of prayer, shall we? Amen. Heavenly Father, you are welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, move among us. Speak through my lips. Let it come forth unchecked and unhindered. We rebuke all outside distractions and disturbances of any kind. And Lord, we cast the whole of our care on you right now. Any burden, any weight of hindrance we may have been carrying into this service, it will not leave with us. So we cast that on you right now in Jesus' precious name. Say that with me. I cast the whole of my care on you, Lord. Right now, you are my Lord. You are my caretaker. So I don't have to take it. Therefore, I cast it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Doesn't that feel better? <laughs> Hallelujah. Before we get in our message, we'd like to take up our tithes and offerings. Is that okay with you? Amen. Go with me to Malachi, the Italian prophet. Malachi 3. Uh, if I had a son, I, I thought about naming him Malachi. It just has a good ring, Malachi Venanzi, don't you think? <laughs> Italiano? <laughs> mom says no. <laughs> and she's the mom, yeah. It's married to an Italian as well. I'll take that advice. Malachi 3. Malachi 3. Hallelujah. Also known as Malachi, okay. For all the Jewish listening out there. Let's start in 3.6, okay? Malachi 3.6 says, For I am the Lord, I do not change. Says, Say, he does not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Yet from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. How many of you know that verse, draw near to God and he will draw near to you? It's not the other way around. God's not chasing after you like that song says. No, we're chasing after him, and he draws nigh unto us. Amen? That's Bible. But you said, in what way shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you, God? In tithes and offerings. I made a note here. If you can't be faithful with what God says is his, it's not likely he's going to bless you with what he says is yours. You may want to write this down. There's two types of services. There's a note service and there's a soak service. This is a note service. <laughs> Why? Because I got a ton of notes and a ton of knowledge coming your way. So if you're going to take notes, today's the day to take a lot of notes, all right? <laughs> Amen. You may want to write that down. If you can't be faithful to what God says is His, it's not likely He's going to bless you with what He says is yours. Amen. Can I get an amen? amen. We got some tithers in the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. In what way we have robbed you in tithes and offerings? Verse 9, you are cursed with a curse for you have robbed me, even the whole nation. Verse 10, bring all the tithes. That word tithe in Hebrew is literally the tenth or ten percent, a dime on every dollar. We tip waiters more than that, don't we? Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house, the church, the local church. And try me now in this. The only verse in the Bible God says to try him now is the tithe. 
really, he's not, we're not trying him so much. He's trying our faithfulness in the tithe. Amen? We're trying him in the tithe, but he's trying us. He's trying your faithfulness. Amen? And Jesus said, if you can't be faithful without his least, you won't be faithful with much. So he starts with the tithe. That's the foundation of the Christian life is the tithe. If you can't be faithful in 10%, it's not likely you'll be faithful in more than that. Amen? Even this whole nation, bring the tithes in the storehouse, and there may be food in my house, and try me now in this. I always try the Lord when I tithe. Amen? I present my tithe, Lord, I'm trying it in this right now. Amen? Every time I tithe, I'm trying it. If I will not open for you the windows of, of heaven, here's the promise, the floodgates of heaven and pour out for you such blessings. Say such blessings. That's more than enough. But there will not be room enough to receive it. You can't hold it all for yourself, it says. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. The only verse in the Bible God promises to rebuke the thief for your sake is right here, promised to the tither. So that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground or your business, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. Your business will be flourishing to the tither. Amen. John D. Rockefeller started tithing at age 16. He made it, didn't he? He said, everything I had came from God. That's a good man. Amen. That's a good one to follow. Multi-billionaire. His, his, his generations are still trying to get through his money. <laughs> Amen. Nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations, say all nations. How many nations call the U.S. blessed? We're supposed to be a tithing nation. Amen. If, I, if our government tithed, there'd be no debt. Amen. If the government supported the church and brought all their tithes into the storehouse, there'd be no government debt. Nineteen trillion would be wiped out by God supernaturally. Amen. Just by following instructions and orders. Amen. God is a faithful God. All nations will call you blessed, the tithing nation, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Say, I'm a delightful land. I've come into my promised land. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, Lord, we just pray over this offering. We bless everyone here with a hundredfold return. We stand upon your promises for the floodgates of heaven are open over their lives. The devourers rebuked from off their families, off their businesses, off their relationships. In the precious name of Jesus, we worship you with our tithes and offerings. In Jesus' mighty name, we bring them into the storehouse. Glory to God, and it's a sweet-smelling sacrifice unto you, the Bible says. We present our tithes to our merciful and faithful high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ who takes those tithes and offerings and offers them before the Father in heaven, a sweet-smelling savor before his sight. And we give you all the praises for the promised return in Jesus' precious name. If you agree with that, say amen. amen. If you like an envelope, Clarissa can give you an envelope. Just give us your name and information so we can get you a tax-deductible receipt for your giving. And if you'd like to support and partner with our ministry online, you can go to ElishaMarkMinistries.com, and there's a giving link right there for reoccurring giving to partner with our ministry. Amen. How many of you here believe we're doing a good work? Amen. The Word is going forth, and wherever the Word is, there is power. Amen. And wherever the Word is, Jesus is. So praise God He's here today. Amen, amen. The title of this message is The Power of Focus and Order. And this is going to be a two-part series. The Power of Focus we'll, st we'll speak on today, and The Power of Order we'll speak on next week. Amen? And you don't want to miss next week, because that's, that's going to be anointed. Amen? 
The Lord already gave me both of these sermons, so praise God forevermore. Also, before we get in, August 17th here, we're going to have a Chariots of Light ride. That's a motorcycle ministry under Jerry Savelle that we're a partner of. Dad's a part of as well. And that's August 17th after the service. We're all going to be riding down to San Diego. Go witness for God and fellowship with other pastors on bikes as well. August 17th, mark your calendar. If you have a motorcycle, come on out and join us. Amen. And if you don't, just hit your ride on the back of one of ours. Glory to God. Amen. I believe every person in the kingdom of God is a soul winner. Amen. Everyone has a passion for souls and a passion for God. Glory to God. So focus, the power of focus. Webster's Dictionary defines focus as the point at which an image is formed. Again, this is a note-taking service. If you want to write that down, the the definition of focus, according to Webster's, is the point at which an image is formed. So focus produces vision. You may want to write that down. (laughs) Focus produces vision. Steve Jobs, Warren Buffett, and Bill Gates were all having lunch in a restaurant one day, and a young man came up to all three of them and said, if you could give me one tip for success, what would it be? These are three of the richest men in the world, by the way. Steve Jobs, Warren Buffett, and Bill Gates. And all three simultaneously told him, focus. (laughs) Number one to success, according to the richest man alive, is focus. Amen? Focus. Focus. And again, the definition of focus is the point at which an image is formed. Glory to God. Success comes through focus. How do we focus according to the word of God? Go with me to Joshua 1.8, will you? We read this last week, Joshua 1.8, Moses' disciple. How many of you know it pays to serve and get under a man of God, woman of God, and serve him until that same mantle and anointing comes upon your life as well? The anointing is transferred through association. The anointing is caught, it's not taught. You got to get under the right men and women of God. Amen? Amen. So get under the people who have what you want. I'm Elisha Benanzi. I approve this message. <laughs> Joshua 1.8. That's not selfish. That's not greed. It's called growth. Joshua 1.8 gives us the secret to success here. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, meaning keep it in your mouth, but you shall meditate or speak it. That word meditate literally means say out, say out loud to yourself repeatedly in it day and night that you may observe. Oh, so meditation brings vision that you may observe. Amen? That you may see, in other words. If you speak this and think upon this, you'll start to see it. Amen? If you focus on this word, you'll start to see it. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. We've done this exercise before, but we're going to do it again. Amen? Let's all close our eyes, and here's the instructions. You ready? We're going to count in our minds silently from 1 to 10. Anywhere from 1 to 10, say your name out loud and continue counting in your mind. Has everybody got the instructions? Okay, let's begin. Elisha. Clarissa. Joey. Joey. What happened to your counting? Stop. See, your mind wanted to follow your words. Your mind follows your words, amen? Your mind shouldn't be consumed with thoughts of the enemy. Your mind should be consumed with the words that are going forth out of your mouth that will produce vision on your behalf, what you're focused on. See, your mind will focus on words more than any other thing, and those words will start to create pictures for you and imaginations and ideas and dreams that will become realities, amen? The power of focus will create your vision. This is biblical focus and power, amen? 
focusing and meditating on the Word of God day and night creates visions for your life. Amen? You say, I may not have a dream. Stay in the Word of God and the dream will come. Amen? The vision will come. Amen? I say it, you say, I'm without vision. Stay in the Word and vision will come. Amen? It's where your focus is, your vision will produce. Amen? Glory, glory, glory. So your words change your thoughts. Change your thoughts with your words. Amen? 80% of the world are visual learners. Amen? you got to speak to yourself until you see the plan. Until you see it. Amen? Until you see the picture. We all have brilliant ideas and imaginations God gave us. He wants us to use our imaginations. Amen? To change this world. Can I get an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Go with me to Luke 9. Luke 9. Words in red wind. These are words of Jesus. Luke 9.62. How's everyone doing this morning? <laughs> now that we're in the flow, can you feel the flow? Say flow. Amen. Amen. It's a good day. It's a good morning to be alive, isn't it? I don't care what your struggle or tribulation is. The word already has it covered. Amen. One word from God can change your circumstance in an instant. Luke 9.62 says, But Jesus said to him, No one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Focus. Focus. Don't look back. Amen? Your mistakes are erased. Say, my mistakes are erased. By a mighty hand of God called the blood of Jesus. If he doesn't remember them, neither should you. It's called supernatural amnesia. you got to renew your mind with the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Erase your mistakes to focus ahead. If you want to turn there with me, Philippians 3.13. Paul the Apostle said this, No, this one thing I do. Paul said, this one thing I do. Say, this one thing I'm sure to do. Or focus on, he says. This one thing I do, or focus on. I forget those things that are behind and I look or focus forward to those things which are ahead that I might obtain the prize. See, Paul's sight was focused on going to Rome because that's what the word said. His laser beam, his sight was focused on his target. He forgot those things ahead and looked toward his target, the prize. Jesus, it says, endured the cross because of the prize set before him. Amen? We run our race through faith and patience because we're set on the finish line on our prize ahead. Amen? So no matter what the wind or the waves or the trials or tests, our sights are focused. Amen? Amen. Our vision is focused. Our scope is lined up. We're targeted. Amen? So we're not going to be swayed. Without vision, the people perish, Habakkuk says. Amen? So you got to have vision. you got to have the long-term goal in your mind at all times. Amen? And the Word will produce that vision for God in your life. Amen? Glory. This one thing I do or focus on, I forget those things that are behind and I focus on those things which are ahead that I might obtain the prize and run my race. Proverbs 4.25, if you'd like to turn there. Proverbs 4.25 through 27. King Solomon, the richest, wisest man that lived till Jesus. Jesus didn't need money. He just created it. Amen? He said, where's my tax money? It's in a fish's mouth. Go get it. (laughs) Multiplied the breads and the loaves. Fed 20,000 people. Multiplied, transformed the water into wine for the feast. 180 gallons of wine. Good wine. Amen? We'll talk about that next week. It's going to be a good message next week. Amen? Amen. I'm excited for it. 
Proverbs 4, 25 through 27 says, Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Take no thought for tomorrow, Jesus said. Only take thought for today. All you need is faith for right now. Amen? Faith is now. Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Say established. established. Focus brings establishment in your life. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Do not turn to the right or to the left. <laughs> Stay focused. Amen? Stay focused. Again, Steve Jobs, Warren Buffett, and, all, and Bill Gates. Focus is the key to success. Stay focused. Amen? Don't try to, don't be, try to do a, a jack of all trades. Amen? You'll be a master of none. Stay focused, amen, on your gift, your calling, your assignment. And go with me, our last verse, James 1.8. If you like to turn there. James 1.8 says, A double-minded man is what? Unstable in all his ways. A double-minded man or woman is unstable in all his ways. The devil's trying to steal your focus, amen? You've got to be stable and fixed and targeted on your sights, amen? Your dreams and goals and plan and vision that God gave you, amen? Stay focused. Say, the best is yet to come. I went to Pastor Phil and Brenda Godot's church up in Sacramento this week, uh, Calvary Christian Center. Great man of God. He's 70 years old, been in the ministry a long time. Laid hands on me, amen, I received. I fell back, man. <laughs> right when he touched me. Glory to God, that's a mighty man of God. I went with Pastor Art Aragon, who was sitting here in our service last week. Praise God for him, amen. Love you, Pastor Art. But Pastor Godot was talking about uh, elk hunting. I used to go elk hunting. And he said that rifle with that big scope, it's a heavy weapon. But you have to get that sight and that target fixed on that elk with that gun. And it's a heavy gun. But that scope helps you focus in on your target that's way out there. So this is a thousand pound elk. He was going through his head as he, as he was swaying. It's a heavy gun. You know, to stay steady, you have to focus. Amen. You got to focus in. Keep steady. Keep strong. Keep still in the, in the calling God has on your life and what he's told you to do. Don't try to be someone else. Be all that you you can be because only you can be you. Amen. Stay focused on what God called you to do. Amen? Amen. So stay steady. He, was, he had that laser beam on that, on that target on that elk. And he said, he was thinking as he was going to shoot that thing. He said, man, that elk weighs a thousand pounds. I won't be able to carry this out of this forest. So I might as well not shoot it. <laughs> he's like, four guys going to carry it out. And he said, you know, here I am. The elk saw him and ran away. <laughs> But he had him in his sights, amen? Had it focused. Focus will do that. It'll narrow you in on the plan of God, amen? Keep you running your race to the finish line. Say, I'm focused on the finish. So don't uh, stay steady. Don't sway. Focus in on your task and assignment. That's my message here to the body of Christ this morning and all over the world, amen? Stay steady. Don't sway. Focus in on your task and assignment, not someone else's. Amen? amen. Can I get it? Amen. Yes. amen. Focus keeps you fixed, rooted, grounded, and steady. The opposite of focus is confusion and flight. The opposite of focus is confusion and flight. If you see a man confused, they're not focused. They have no aim. They have no target. They have no idea where they're going. Amen? And they're wasting their life and time. And they'll waste your life and time. Amen? So don't hang around them either. Amen? The more focused you become and you're determined to be focused on your assignment, it's amazing how many people you'll attract around you who are focused on theirs. 
The change you want to see in others is the change you have to become first. You have to become it first. And as you change and grow and put personal development first, you'll notice that the friends and others that come around you have what you want. It's just the law of attraction. It just happens. Amen? Hallelujah. You'll get what you want. Amen? Amen. Just focus. The opposite of focus is confusion and flight. Does everyone know what I mean by flight, flightiness? They don't know where they're going. They're running every which way. You may be doing a, good, a lot of good stuff, but if you don't know your destination or target, then, amen, what are you shooting at? You may be doing a lot of good works, but if you don't know the destination or target, what are you shooting at? Amen. What's your target? What's your finish line? The Lord is trying to pinpoint our purpose in these last days. Amen. A concentrated effort to get everybody in their assignment. Amen. Everybody in their right place to do their job, not somebody else's. Amen. Because we're one body working together. Amen. Ask the Lord, what's my purpose? What's my assignment? What's my work? And you got to get alone with him one-on-one. Amen. To find that out. Amen. God is so rich. He'll place you where he needs you. Amen. Say, Lord. I'm where you need me to be. I receive the assignment in a new measure, in a new way, in Jesus' name. You may want to write these questions. What's your five-year plan? Where do you see yourself in five years? Have you ever asked yourself these questions? What's your five-year plan? Long ranges, amen? Think long-term. What's your five-year plan? What dream comes up when you think of that? What do you see? Write that down. Write down that image, amen? Think five years out, write that down. Put it in words and write that. What's your 10-year plan? Think about 10 years out right now. Where do you see yourself? What's the dream? Write that down. You gotta write those things that come to you, amen? Don't skip them, don't miss them. Those are the desires of your heart that God birthed, amen? Focus. Where do you see yourself? What's your finish line look like? Authors and movie writers, directors and scripters usually write books and movies backwards from the conclusion to the beginning. What's your conclusion? Plan your life accordingly. Jesus did this. Paul did this. They had the finish before them to run their race in the now. Otherwise, you'll be swayed. You'll be flighty. You'll be double-minded if you don't have a fixed position. Amen. And vision and focus. I believe two questions God's going to ask everyone when they get to heaven. What did you do with the gifts I gave you? And what did you do with the son I gave you? You may want to write that down. What did you do with the gifts I gave you? And what did you do with the son I gave you? What did you do with your personal gifts I planted in you? And what did you do with Jesus? Because the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. Your gifts are part of your calling. They're one. Don't separate your gifts from your ministry, from your calling in the world. They're one, amen? They work hand in hand. Your gifts will help you accomplish your calling. So don't discount your gifts and talents, amen? God's going to ask us when we get up there, how'd you use your gifts? How'd you use your talents? What'd you do with my son? What's needed in your life for Jesus to say to you, well done, not medium rare, 
Well done. <laughs> Thy good and faithful servant. What's needed in your life for Jesus to say that to you? Because he's going to say that, the Bible says. He's going to ask you that question when you leave earth and go to heaven. <laughs> What's needed in your life for Jesus to tell you that? Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Faithfulness is a lot easier when you have the end result in sight. Faithfulness is a lot easier when you have your scope and the end result in sight. The end result. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. What do I need to do to accomplish that? It enables you to run your race with faith and patience. Sight and focus. Enables you to run your race with faith and patience. To be honest, I've struggled with focus and I've struggled with vision during this ministry for, for four years. What's the vision, Lord? Me and Clarissa, what's the vision? We're just preaching the word. What's the vision? And then Pastor Art told me, save me, set me free. So the first year in ministry, you have no idea what you're doing. The second year, you're finding out who you are. The third year, roots are developed. Connections are made. People rise up to help. And the fourth year, the vision starts to develop. If you can make it, he said, past the third year, you got it. Amen. <laughs> we'll be celebrating four years this August. Praise God. We're running good. Amen. There have been plenty of temptations to quit. We just haven't taken any of them. Amen. <laughs> to all those young pastors and preachers who are starting out there. Just don't take them. Amen. Temptation comes. You don't have to take it. <laughs> I also find this. I find faithfulness and serving faithfully also has a way to develop your vision and to develop your focus. So faithfulness can aid in your vision and development and focus. If you don't know your vision, be faithful with where you're at and do it day in and day out as unto the Lord and not to man and your focus will magnify. Faithfulness will produce focus. Amen. The vision will start to become clear and clear as you remain faithful. Faithfulness is the key to promotion in the kingdom. Faithfulness is. Faithfulness is the key to promotion. Pastor Art said this before. Promotion is just pros in motion. Pros in motion. Amen. The key to promotion. Pros in motion. Master it. Do it day in, day out. Faithfully. Amen. Master your craft. Master your gift. Master your assignment. Amen. Amen. Master of your calling. Amen. Always learning. Always taking notes. Always growing. Amen. Warren Buffett also said this. One of the greatest investors of our time. So the best investment you can make is in yourself. It pays a thousand to one. That's always gone through my head when tough times come. The best investment you can make is in yourself. It pays a thousand to one. When things aren't working out, the business isn't flourishing, it feels like a lull in the ministry and the business. I focus in on that. I focus in on me. I focus in on growing me. Because my surroundings will grow only to the level that I do. The church will only grow to the level the pastor does. Amen? So that's on me. Amen? The ministry will only grow to the level of the minister. The business will only grow to the level of the business owner. Amen? The students of a school will only grow to the level of the teacher. Just like Jesus. Hallelujah. We have the head supreme example. The greatest man that's ever lived. Amen? As our personal teacher. We got a lot of room to grow. <laughs> Say, I have room to grow. 
Amen. So faithfulness will magnify your focus. Faithfulness will assist you in producing your vision. Focus light a laser can cut through metal, can it? Light through the focused lens of a magnifying glass can start a fire. Focus, you may want to write this down. I've said this before. Focus is gasoline in the spirit realm. Whatever it's set to, it will ignite. Get that in your spirit. Focus is gasoline in the spirit realm. Whatever it's set to, it will ignite. You'll have more of what you focus on. If you're focusing on lack, more lack will show up. If you're focusing on prosperity and abundance, like the Word says you have, more prosperity and abundance will show up. If you're focusing on a disease or an affliction that the doctors have pronounced is in your body, more of that will grow and show up. Focus is gasoline in the spirit realm. If you focus on the Word that by His stripes you're healed, 1 Peter 2.24 and Matthew 8.17, He Himself took my infirmities and bore my diseases upon His own body. Healing is going to show up. So whatever you're focused on, more is going to show up. So what me and you have right now is what we've been focused on. How do we change our focus? Words. Words change your thoughts as we demonstrated. Amen? If you need to change your path, start speaking the path. Amen? Words dominate thoughts. Not thoughts, words. This is a word system. Amen? We were created by words. Everything we see was created by words. Everything we have now, we're created by words. We live in a word kingdom, in a word environment, a word earth. Amen? Words dominate the law of spirits, the sin and death. The law of sin and death. Amen? Life and death are in the hand of the tongue. David said, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer, charting my course. Paul always said, I'm going to Rome. And he made it there. David said, I'm going to chop off Goliath's head five times. And he did it. Words preceded action. Words will always precede action and vision. Words are the key to your vision. Speaking your dream is the key to your dream. So don't stop speaking it. Amen? Amen. Speak it to yourself and speak it to others who can believe big with you. And don't cast your pearls before swine because they'll talk you out of it. Careful who you share your dreams and visions with. Amen? They'll talk you out of it. You've got to share them with big dreamers and big thinkers who could promote my business and expand it. Amen? Get around the right people. But like I said, as you fill yourself, others will come around you who are already filled to help. Amen. Preparation time is never wasted time. The best investment you can make is in yourself. Glory, glory. The word focused on is sharper than any two-edged sword. Hebrew says, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word of God focused on pierces the entirety of man, spirit, soul, and body. This message is ministering to the real you, your spirit, because his word is spirit and life. Amen. It's ministering to your body because his words are health and medicine, Proverbs 4.20 says, to all your flesh. And this word is ministering to your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotion, transforming your mind. Only the Word of God has the power to do that, to transform your entire being. Amen. More Word, more growth. More Word, more vision. More Word, more focus. Amen. 
Did anyone get something out of this message? It was jam-packed. I know it was concise. It was focused. Amen? I hope everyone took notes. If not, the message will be on Facebook. Facebook's good because they save your messages for free. So you can go back and watch them anytime. Amen? They're on Facebook at Elisha Mark Ministries. I, I go back and listen to them. I shouldn't really hunch over that podium anymore. I learned that. Before a message last week, I was dealing with the Lord. The Lord was dealing with me that. Don't hunch over. Pastor Art's going to be there. Don't hunch over. And then Clarissa comes out. You shouldn't hunch over at the pulpit. I knew that. I know that already. (laughs) In the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Say, praise God for my help me. Amen. Praise God for my man of God. Praise God for my woman of God. In Jesus' name. How many of you know we're better together? That's the end of the message, but let's just keep on going, shall we? Say we're better together. Amen. How many know marriage is a divine union in heaven? And in these last days, God wants you married. Amen. (laughs) There's way too much sin, way too much temptation for you to be single here on the earth still. Especially if you're a young man. And especially if you're a young man in the ministry. You got to get married, amen? So I agree with you, who's ever watching, that your wife comes speedily so that you may obtain favor of the Lord in Jesus' precious name. Proverb links to finding a good wife to obtaining favor of the Lord, amen? The moment I got married, I'd say, wow, my favor's increased. What am I doing now, Lord? (laughs) I got a good woman, amen? My favor's increased, praise God. The wife, wow, what a creation. The greatest helper you can have is your wife. Amen? Hallelujah. (laughs) Women are incubators. Amen? You give them a house, they'll give you a home. (laughs) You give them a seed, they'll give you a child. You give them trouble, they'll give you hell. (laughs) You can tell how many women and men I have in the audience today on Facebook. Praise God. Let's all stand, shall we, and give him some glory. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. We worship you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord, for a fresh revelation, a fresh impartation of truth. Thank you, Lord, for this two-series, this two-part message you gave me on focus and order. I receive it. I thank you, Lord, for today. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving in our midst. I don't want to close a single service from this moment forward without giving the Holy Spirit time to minister. Amen. And to touch anybody who needs a touch. If you need healing in your body, come forward. Amen. Just raise your hand where you are, actually. If you need healing in your body of any kind and you're believing for your healing to manifest, just raise your hand today and I believe the Lord will touch you here and now. Amen. Say, I receive my healing, Lord. I receive my healing. I am the healed. I am healed. I walk in divine health. I walk in divine health. And wealth. And wealth. My God. My God. Supplies. Supplies. Richly. Richly. My every need. My every need. That's healing. That's healing. That's prosperity. That's prosperity. That's relationships. That's, that's every area of my life. That's every area of my life. So Lord, I freely receive. So Lord, I freely receive. Everything I need. Everything According to your word, according to your word, today, today, say every needs met, every needs met in my life today. Say I'm healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. 
Jesus, Jesus himself, himself took the curse, took the curse of, sickness and disease, of sickness and disease, poverty and lack, poverty and lack on, my behalf. on my behalf. I don't have to bear it. He took it so I don't have to bear it. Lord, I cast the care, Lord, I cast the care of every care and concern over on you right now. I live stress-free. Therefore, I grow. I get taller each and every day because I refuse to carry care and burdens. Say, I'm free and free indeed. The sun set me free and I'm free indeed. I'm free in body. I'm free in my finances. I'm free to do your will, O God. And I'm free in my marriage. And I'm free in my marriage. With, you. with you. And with the person you gave me. You gave me. Say, marriage, I speak to you. I command you to line up. With the word of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Open the eyes, Father. Open the eyes. Of my understanding. Of my understanding. And, my partners. and my partners. Better be careful with that word these days. <laughs> Wife or husband, amen. Yeah. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, amen. <laughs> Glory to God, yeah, we preach the word here, amen. We do what it says, we live by what it says, amen. If anyone, I'm just feeling the anointing. If anyone would like a fresh impartation, to lay hands on them, just come forward after the service, amen? amen. And we'll do it. I received, uh, I received from some mighty men of God when I was gone, and it's on me, amen? Yes. My hands have been buzzing the whole trip. Glory to God, amen. hallelujah. And whatever you're believing for, just tell me up here, and I will faithfully agree with it. And the Bible says, where two or three agree on anything, it shall be done for them, amen? So whatever your need is, I faithfully agree according to the word of God, amen? And it shall be done for us, amen? Did anyone get something from this message? Isn't the Holy Spirit?